Hello, and welcome to the latest, greatest episode of Two Likeable Guys. We have a treat for you today. We're starting a very mm, informative, entertaining, small, I believe it's going to be three-part series um, about is God still in the miracle business? Remember to follow us, like us, everything you can. You can always meet us at uh, meet us. You can always go with us. You can always <laughs> find us. Ain't nobody want to meet us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our meet and greet has been postponed due to COVID. <laughs> yeah. COVID restrictions. Um, uh, anyway. Uh, hey, I'm Steve, and this is our wonderful, awesome, technical wizard and amazing co-host, Mr. Josh. And we're coming to you from <laughs> the second greatest Red Bank in America. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> or not. Don't want to mess up our fan base now. Yeah. We're coming from the greatest, one of the two greatest towns. I guess that's the line. We're coming from one of the two greatest towns named Red Bank in America that I know of. You put an awful lot of faith in New Jersey. Yeah, well, that is where the stash is, from well, what I understand. You're right. You're right. Well, um, I want to go ahead and, and uh, kind of tell a little story. You know, we, we have issues going different places. And uh, went to Crystal's the other night. The wife wanted something to eat. I wanted something to eat. So I was like, uh, after work, I stopped by Crystal's on the way home. And they have this little meal that comes with a couple crystals and a tater tot and then my wife got whatever she wanted and uh so i ordered all this stuff and so i get up to the window i pay for everything the gentleman starts handing me out food and, and the drinks and uh he gets to the uh my wife ordered a chili cheese fry and so he's putting the chili cheese fry uh he's handing it out to me last and he looks at me and says oh did you really want that tater tot you ordered? <laughs> I said, um, yeah. I mean, that's kind of why I ordered it. You know, I was just like, what kind of a question is that? I was like, um, yes, please. Um, I ordered it. Oh, are you sure you wanted something you ordered? Um, you really going to make me fix that for you? Yeah. And then he got so disgusted when I said yes. He said, ah, it'll be a couple minutes. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, I couldn't help it. I'm just bursted out laughing. I was uh, busted out laughing. I was just, I was just like, this is ridiculous. Um, but that was, and it, but anyway, I waited two minutes and I'm sure I got my dropped on the floor tater tots. Um, a little, little, some, some extra in there with them. They had some spice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was my little funny story from last week. That just looked like pepper on them. Yes. Yeah, that wasn't floor grime. <laughs> but I've also, uh, you know, I've got, uh, I learned something new. We've got um, my son and Luke is doing great. He's growing up and getting big. He's, he'll be two in months or so. And, you know, so he's in those teen month years, like teen month age. I don't know, 19, 20, something like that, months old now. And uh, I was laying uh, with him the other day, and he had fell asleep. And I 
a great realization hit me. Do you remember when you were younger and you were first dating a girl and you were either like holding her hand or she was sitting close to you or something and you were kind of liking it so you wouldn't move but your arm was like going numb or your side was cramping but you didn't want to move because you didn't want to you know affect the the synergy the the funness that was going on the closeness the intimacy that was going on well do you josh do you have any idea what i'm talking about <laughs> <laughs> do you remember this was, yeah, yeah yeah growing up you know was, you was, that be... was a long time ago but yeah i kind of remember some of that stuff well and, and see and i thought uh you know after being married for seven eight years now i figured you know i was kind of over that i could be comfortable no it's not the case when you have a kid you will do whatever if they're laying up close to you and and you just want to feel that intimacy and stuff you'll sit there you you won't be able to move your arm for a week because you laid in a certain way with your kid for 2 hours and it went numb and lost all circulation and stuff and you're sitting there but you're so happy i think age might have a little bit to do with that also well well the the recovery yeah, is the reco- definitely yeah that's that's what i'm getting at the recovery of it but I remembered it when I was, was younger and I thought, man, I wish, uh, I was like, I'm glad, you know, when I got married, I thought, you know, after the new newlywedness wears off, you're like, oh, now I can be comfortable. Nope. Not the case. Doesn't happen. It's over. Done with. <laughs> no, nope. you're always going to be uncomfortable, but it's worth every minute of it is the point of all that. Well, Josh, do you think God is still in the miracle business? Yeah, I'd say so. I would I would agree with that. I don't I don't think he's out there putting on shows and uh asking for money know. and <laughs> and uh like saying, slapping uh, slapping people in the forehead and knocking them down and uh, yeah. all that good stuff. Uh but uh, I, I I think that some reason that can heal people, but I don't think that has anything I don't know. You think they're just hitting them hard enough to where it knocks something straight? <laughs> knocks something sense into them? Well, it's kind of like the, what was that movie, Christmas Vacation? His daughter falls in the well, goes cross-eyed, falls back in the well. No, no, no. Gets gets kicked by a horse or something, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Maybe kicked by a donkey or yeah, something. something. Yeah. Falls, in, like, falls in the well, goes cross-eyed, gets kicked by a donkey, straightens back out. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, that's... <laughs> We like to have fun. We like to have a lot of fun. But I, I think I've, uh, I've, you know, there's several times in my life where, you know, rent was due, um, bills were due, and I didn't see any way. And somehow, always, it makes it and happens. Always able to buy anything, you know, make your payments and purchases, whatever you need you know, needed medicine for something, a sickness or something, always somehow comes through, you know, maybe a little, sometimes it's been a few days late, but it's never just not happened. So you, you consider that miracles? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when, when I don't see a way and there happens to be a way, uh, and some mysterious force makes a way. Yeah. I call that a miracle, but I also wanted to, um, I looked up, I was like, well, what is a miracle exactly? Did you get the definition from the dictionary? I got the definition from vocabulary.com. And they said, um, there's a few different things here. 
A miracle is an event so marvelous, it seems like it was sent from above. Well, I can I can see that. And then it's also known as an amazing or wonderful occurrence. It's from the Latin miraculum, object of wonder. And before that, it was derived from smerios, which means to smile, which is exactly what you do when a miracle happens. Okay, that was all there. <laughs> stuff that's not mine like i'm not gonna take credit for that i thought you were just making that up as you went along there <laughs> no that was all I, it was all <laughs> from uh, vocabulary.com so it's good stuff but uh i can i can remember there there are four mm, events in my life that uh it was there was some part of it was miraculous um i, I just i'm the first the first one i don't remember i was probably eight or nine years old um maybe 10 maybe seven i don't know i was running through the woods following the older brother and older neighbor and we were playing i don't know war or hide and seek or something fun like that when you're you're young and or lose little stevie in the woods Yes, or or ditch the, the the Steve, you know, whichever one <laughs> it was. So I remember running full speed, as fast as I can, and there's this uh, cinder block wall, and the guy in front of me jumps, runs, jumps off, runs through the woods. Guy, the next guy in front of me runs, who jumps, and I was last, of course, I was the youngest, the slowest. So I was running down through there. And I stick my foot on that cinder block wall. My foot goes down in the hole. I bend forward. I remember bending so far forward that I was scared. I knew in my head my leg was about to break. I just I felt it. But I also, when I bent forward, I felt something pushing me back. It's crazy. By all means, in in normal natural sense i really feel like it should have broken my leg because i mean i was running full speed and i went to plant and put my foot in there to jump off and it was probably a three foot or so wall and i bent forward and i can i still cringe when i think about that happening today because it was so oh man it was terrible but it was absolute miracle I mean, I think it was. Uh, it was miraculous to me that I didn't break my leg. I bent back and I got up and I started running. And I was like, after I was like, whoa, why didn't my leg break? And even at eight or nine, I was like, did anybody see that? Did anybody see that? No, we were way too far ahead of you. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> so um, no, I went home and my my, my leg was sore for um, seems like a day or so, but absolutely insane that it didn't break pretty amazing um another time um i was probably a little bit older this time i was riding a bicycle down ticton from the top to the bottom and i was like man i'm gonna go as fast as i can down this hill and i'm gonna i'm gonna go so fast it's gonna be awesome so I go down one little part of it and I'm pedaling. I go around a little turn and I start pedaling again, but I'm going so fast that I can't catch up to put any pressure on the chain. And so my foot slips off 
I slam down on my forehead and I slide for, I don't know, it seemed like an hour, but I'm sure it was just like 10, 15, 20 feet, something like that. And I'm kind of like freaking out. I don't know what's going on. I'm, I imagine I'm in shock and I'm just laying in the middle of the road crying. I mean, I, like I said, I was maybe 10 years old. I don't know, nine, 10. And I just, you know, had this big old crash and slid and, you know, went from having like the biggest adrenaline run to sliding down on my forehead on my bicycle. I can remember it just grinding into the road and ugh, it was terrible. The miraculous part, I was laying in the middle of the road. I was crying. I didn't really know where I was at this point going down the hill, but oddly enough, I had ended up right in front of the driveway for one of my childhood friends, uh, Jim Rowan. And his mother, I believe, was some kind of a medical professional, some kind of a nurse type assistant or something of a sort. And she just happened to be home and she just happened to hear me cry. She came out, she fixed me up, she, you know, calm me down and sent me on my way i don't know why it happened right there at that particular place that's the miraculous part to me i mean because of i was riding stupid all the way down this hill this hill fairly long and but for me to end up right in front of her driveway right in front of somebody i knew's driveway right when they were home right when they heard me it was just a miracle to me because today, even today, I still can feel the top center of my forehead. It's been like this ever since that wreck. And uh, it feels like I have rocks in my head, <laughs> uh, which actually we just think it's some scar tissue in no, there. I'm, 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 I'm going to say rocks in your head. I may actually have rocks in my head. That's, that may be absolutely true. Um, but I remember sitting there crying. And then the next thing I really remember is her coming out there and helping me up. And I don't know, it was, seemed like it was almost instantaneously. Um, but I feel like, and that her name was, I'm gonna give her credit, Mary Margaret Rowan and Jim Rowan's mom. Uh, I believe she had part of a miracle that day. Um, because I mean, I was scared to death laying in the middle of the road. I'm lucky a car didn't come by and run me over. I think I was just some speed bump or something. Well, back then, so, cars didn't go as fast as they do now. Yeah, you but still you had to, could, still had to crank them to start them, you know. You'd, yeah. You'd crank out on the front true. of them. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, but you also couldn't see out of them as well. <laughs> had those big wagon wheels on them, so if they did roll over you, I mean, yeah. you know, they'd have been tall enough to where you could just lay there and been all right. Well, I may have, you know, and depending on if they had a car or their horse and buggy. <laughs> the horse might have trampled you. Yes. <laughs> so I'm lucky in that sense. Blessed, whatever. And I, I think the one thing uh, I've come to uh, conclude from talking about this stuff is just, it's all about perspective. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I call it a miracle. You call it happenstance. You can call it whatever. I agree with you on that. I think there's, there's a benefit uh, in your everyday health and, feeling good about yourself to see the things that 
are miraculous to point these things out to yourself to say you know well that was i was you know saved from whatever then um probably going to be helped out later i think that's just a continuity of thoughts that helps everyday life maybe i mean it makes me feel better so but um josh did you ever uh have you ever had any instances, you may not, uh, that you recall of? Well, now, you know, I had plenty of bike wrecks. <laughs> well, you survived them. <laughs> That's a miracle. Yeah, well, yeah, you know. But no, nothing nothing right offhand that I well, and that's would okay. classify to me, classify to me, you know, like you were saying, it's perspective. Yeah. You know, a and miracle. I, I didn't realize this, but I've got four items on my list, and, and, and I they go in chronological order from when I was youngest to as I get older. Um, but the next one is, is, is probably the the most scary was the most traumatic for me. I was, uh, went with a friend to what was then called the red desert. And the red desert was back there behind Jersey Pike you went through Jersey Pike by the railroad tracks and there's all this big land. They were getting ready to, uh, was getting ready to be sold and they were getting ready to build some car dealerships on it. You know, years after this, it just was some woods and it had some good hills on it. It had some good flats, you know, it was a great place to go ride a dirt bike or a motorcycle or take your four wheel drive truck. And generally, uh, most of the time, people didn't bother you there. I mean, there would be a few people out there every now and then, but uh, it was real fun. I mean, I can remember going there and just driving around in a two-wheel drive truck um, with one of our mutual friends, Van Davis. And, you know, I've been waiting to mention his name. Um, And with Van, we would go in his truck and just sit out there and, discuss life's possibilities and was really, and there was always airplanes flying over because right there near the airport did y'all have you a little uh wayne and garth experience out there well kind of hold, hold, was, holding hands laying on the hood of the the number three uh number three black s10, s10 the dale earnhardt s10 chevrolet truck that was two wheel drive that would pretty much go anywhere that you needed it to for some reason. Pretty amazing. That was because that's what I was going to say because it was a miracle. Yes, there you go. We're tying it in. But I can remember um, looking up and seeing. <laughs> I don't remember. I remember having this conversation with somebody there, and we'd see the plane going over, and then they said, "Hey, what if that plane was coming in real low and was going to crash? What would you do?" And I was like, "Well, I'd run." Said, but you really wouldn't know where it's going to end up because it's coming in so fast, and it's. I was like, I would run. I mean, I'm getting away. You know, I'm hoping I'm running. I would run in a side direction, not like they do in the movies, where if something's chasing them or following them, they run straight. I would run perpendicular to where the object was heading to get out of its way. You wouldn't zigzag back and forth. Well, I mean, if it was, if they were shooting at me, maybe, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, you know, you ever see that you can see somebody run along and they're, they're 
being chased like a, a ball or something. A big, huge boulder is, 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 is rolling down this big mountain and they're in front of it and they're just running and they're running straight. Why don't they just take like three steps to the right? Let it pass. <laughs> Makes no sense. But I was over there at the Red Desert. Uh, I borrowed my neighbor's four-wheeler. Uh, he was very kind about that and had a friend who had just bought a new dirt bike and he was out riding around. So we had been there maybe 10, 15 minutes and I was just getting out there and opening it up and seeing what it would do. And uh, it was the older warrior 350 and i think that's what it was and we were going i'd gone down this long straightaway and and i turned around and it was kind of an open area and so i was full throttle third fourth gear i was booking it i mean i was moving on he's letting Uh, her eat wasn't you i was i was i was like man this is this is nice this is fun letting it eat and you know i just noticed that one of the things that I have problems with is evidently when I start going fast, bad things happen. <laughs> As you can see, I'm running fast. I'm riding my bike fast. Now I'm on a four-wheeler fast. So, um, but coming up, I see like this where the, the land had washed or shifted or something. And there was a, uh, it was at a, a diagonal thing. It was, a, you know, 20, 30 feet long where the land just, had a, a hump that was probably about eight, 10 inches higher than the land I was riding on. But I saw it too late. I couldn't uh, really, I couldn't slam on the brakes and stop. That that was way too late for that. Um, so I saw it coming up. I was like, well, I just, I guess I better let off. Well, I let off. The next thing I remember, okay, I'm coming up this big hump, this eight to 10 inch hump in the land. And, and I said, I can't go around it because it's too wide. I can't avoid it. I can't stop. Okay. So I'm coming up here. I remember letting off the throttle. Next thing I remember, I'm riding on down mm, probably 30, 40 yards from where this was. I'm not even thinking about that. And my buddy comes up beside me that was there and says, hey, man, are you okay? I was like, yeah, I'm fine. Why? He said, well, those two guys over there said that you flew off of it and landed on your head and slid like down um, through beside the woods there. I was like, and then I realized I couldn't account for the time that had gone by. So I go back and I'm looking. And sure enough, I'm wearing a helmet and my helmet before this had a visor on it. And you can see where I landed kind of like on the front of the visor and the visor hit and was like in a million pieces right there where I'd slid like five, 10 feet, I don't know, 10, 15 feet on the, on my head. And they said the four wheeler had flipped over and uh, my friend told me that they helped me back up on the four wheeler. They flipped the four wheeler back over, um, helped me back on it. And uh, I took off. Going back, I mean, I was just like, oh, my gosh, I don't remember any of that. I don't know what's happened. I was like, I need to find those guys. I was like, you know, because it was just a few, it was like not even a minute. He says, you know, hey, are you okay? And I go, just, oh, my gosh, something's going on. So I go back and I look, and I'm looking for the guys. Never could find them. I rode the trails looking for these guys. I rode all the trails I knew of, and uh, some I found that I didn't know of. 
because he asked which way did they go and he said they went that way and i said okay i went that way and it's not this it's it's a big area but it's not so big where you could really get lost without just keep going and you would end up somewhere where you knew where you were at should have been able to find him should have been able to find him definitely should have been able to find him um to no avail they weren't there i don't know if they were angels miracle workers just concerned citizens. But if uh, they happened to hear this and they were around that, let me know. By gosh, I would love that. That was, you know, but that was probably, you know, 30 years ago now. So, but it was amazing. And and he couldn't, I asked my buddy, I said, hey, find them and I want to talk to them. I want them to know what they saw. You know, I want to know what happened. And, and he couldn't find them either. So um, I was freaked out. And uh, I just loaded up and left after that. I didn't probably ride, you know, 45 minutes to an hour that day. And I was like, dude, I got to get out of here. I'm, I'm wigging out. I was feeling a little, uh, a little bit concussed. So that was uh, the miracle people were there. I don't know if they saved me, healed me, just helped me, whatever. But that was miraculous to me um, because I do not to this day remember anything that happened from the moment i saw that hump coming up to the moment i was riding off and my buddy said hey are you okay and it's just like there's a piece of time there that's gone it's amazing i thought eventually i might remember something of it don't it's pretty pretty crazy so that was a miracle to me and the last one last but not least i had a uh, and this wasn't too long. This is probably 10 years ago now, 15, maybe. I don't know. I had, uh, I went to a Halloween party and I dressed up. And when I was younger, I had allergies, no big deal. You know, had allergies. It was, so I never could use all the cool Halloween makeup and stuff that other people used. So I thought, well, I'm older now. I don't have these allergies anymore. So I'm going to try um, some of this cheap white paint and I went as some kind of a ghost undead creature I just painted my face white and had a black robe and went to this Halloween party well it was all fine nothing really seemed to happen and so the next morning I woke up and my face was like it had been it was like chemically burned it felt like it was like on fire it was like felt like I had a sunburn like a terrible, terrible sunburn. And so I was like, oh, this sucks. This is terrible. And I remember going somewhere and they asked me if, uh, hey, you've been out in the sun? I was like, no, no, I've been wearing Halloween makeup. So, <laughs> and it, it slowly got a little bit better. And so I was taking like all the Benadryl and stuff and using creams and stuff. So it was a few days after that, and, and it wasn't getting better. And then I started developing a rash otherwhere, other places, otherwhere, otherwheres on my person. Now, nah, now, nah, you can't blame that on the makeup now. No, well. Uh, <laughs> you blame that on your date. No. I, <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll, no take, I'll take that out. No, <laughs> we, it's don't fine. Need to, we don't need to leave that in. No, it's funny. And we, I just started. You know, it would seem like it made me ultra sensitive to a lot of other things. 
like the um like I was allergic to dishwashing, like the clothes detergent. Now and so I went like this was two or three days later. I was having more rashes and so I was like it's the middle of the night, I was miserable. I was like, I'm going to the emergency room. I, said, I can't stand this. So I go to the emergency room, they give me a steroid shot and tell me to, you know, take plenty of Benadryl and you'll get better, you'll be fine. Okay, uh, I'll try that. So it was about a week after that, um, I had an appointment, made an appointment with my doctor because it was not getting any better. It was terrible. I was, I was itching constantly. And by this time, the rash was pretty much everywhere um, on my body and stuff. It was kind of gone from my face, uh, still around my neck. Um, all my cracks and crevices were, oh, they were terrible. Um, itching, constant itching. Constant itching is such a misery. Um, I never realized it until you experience it. But, I mean, it's, I would say it's comparable I don't know what it's comparable to, but it was miserable. I mean, constant, constant itching. And finally, the only thing I could find that helped a little bit was um, there was some Benadryl gel that would soothe it for maybe 15, 20 minutes. And you're only supposed to use this stuff like, what, two or three times a day. And I was going through a bottle a day. It was, I mean, it was terrible. Didn't try the calamine lotion. Yeah, I tried that. It didn't affect, didn't phase it. It did nothing to it. It itched right through that stuff. I'm trying to get a picture of you in my mind. All, all, uh, <laughs> all rashed out and stuff. Did you, did you kind of look like, oh, uh, what was it? Chris Elliott and, uh, uh, something about Mary? Yeah. Uh, not as poofy. <laughs> Huh? Not as poofy, not as poofy around my face, Didn't but everywhere big boil, else. Big boils pop up and stuff. No big boils, <laughs> no big boils. Just just rashy, itchy all over. So I went to my regular doctor, and they did the same thing. They gave me another steroid shot. They said, they said uh, this should take care of it. Well, it had been two weeks since uh, my initial date with the white makeup that started all this mess and i was miserable uh, i was just miserable nothing seemed to help and i had a friend that was going to see a service at lakewood church in houston texas and they were so nice and kind that they knew i was in misery and they said they were going to take their time and they were going to when they got up to talk to the pastor, the pastor of the church is the infamous Joel Osteen. He said when he got up there, um, she said you can use your time, however, and so they generously used their time to give him the phone to call me. So I was on the phone. It's like, hey, I'm getting ready to. You're getting ready to talk to Joel Osteen. I was like, really? That's kind of crazy, you know? Because I'd listened to him some, and I thought he was pretty cool, and. Uh, so he gets there and he's like, hey, Steve, you know, he's super, super, super country, super country, you know, super Texas country, I guess is the accurate description. And he was like, uh, how are you not feeling so well? I was like, yeah, I got this. He was like, kind of interrupts me. He said, you mind if I pray for you? I was like, no, by all means, I'd appreciate it. And uh, so he prayed for me and I thought, man, that was pretty cool. That was just, that was pretty cool. 
And then I just kept itching and, and scratching and everything was terrible. However, that night, after two weeks of pure misery of itching, that night I woke up the next morning and I was 80% better. And then the next day it was pretty much all gone. So, I, you know, I don't know if what exactly happened, but the way I like to look at it, is I think uh, it was a facilitated miracle directed. I think I got some divine intervention in there that just said, all right, he's had enough. Take it away. So, you know, I don't think. Well, you know, you know, old Joel's got the hotline straight, straight to the big guy. That's what I'm saying. I I don't think that uh, Joel uh, did anything except I think he interceded between uh jesus and the creator to give me some relief and uh, for that i appreciate but i don't i don't think joel's this miracle healer or anything i don't i don't think he himself performs miracles but i think he can help well he's no benny hen no this is true (laughs) very much i remember when benny hen came to town he came to one church in town and uh there were protesters outside and uh, the funniest one i saw they had a said hey i'm benny watch me pull a wabbit out of a hat and so oh. I, I was like i don't I, I don't know the guy i don't you know i don't judge him i don't you know but i don't know that i, I just don't know i don't know but i do believe in miracles well but let me let me ask you real quick on this okay. this this whole thing your friend went out there that your friends from here, right? Yes, I'm assuming. Yes, I went out there to the mega church, right? And and just got to see Holstein. Yeah, I mean, just, uh, I mean, is it? I mean, yeah, something where the, you you make after a, the service, he'll yeah. uh, meet and greet people for a time. I mean, and if there's if thousands you, of people at the service, though. Yeah, but there's also, you know, not everybody wants to to meet him at every service. Um, from what I understand, like they have their regulars, and it's really just for, maybe it was just for guests, um, or visitors. We'll say, um, I think if you're a visitor, you can you get in line and you can come talk to him for a few minutes. Uh, and this was again, this was maybe. 12, 15 years ago. So it was before he was in his big, big church. Oh, okay. Uh, it's not the, the stadium, the, the arena he's in now. It was the, the facility. I think it held, I think it was around 8,000 people. And they had, you know, multiple services. So although they had many people visiting, I don't think it was, if I remember Right. I think there were 30, 40 people that wanted to come say hi, is what I was told at, at that particular day, that particular time. So, wow. But I think we need to investigate this more. And I think we're going to. I think we are going to have two very special guests on the next couple episodes. Um, and we're going to discuss, is God still in the miracle business? And we're going to talk to Dr. Adam Clagg, 
of uh, Covenant Church in Saudi Daisy. Um, and we're going to ask him this question and we're going to see what biblically um, they have to say. And we've also got an interview with Pastor Eddie Ellison of Middle Cross Baptist Church in Hickson. And we're going to ask him the same question. And we're going to see what they have to say. So what you're saying is uh, you, you're going to, you need some professional help. Yes, I need some <laughs> answers. I need professional help. This is very true. It, that's always been true. But maybe we'll, we'll find out what kind of, uh, see if they have any, uh, see what the authority, authority say about the authority of authority. miracles. Yeah. <laughs> Spit my daughter. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Cartman made in another appearance today. We like Cartman. Yeah, it's good stuff. But yeah, so what do you say? We, we, we'll get into that. So uh, you want to learn more? Check out our next upcoming episodes. They're going to be great. And uh, well, I think that kind of wraps it up for us today, Josh. Are you doing okay with that? Oh, yeah, man. Well, uh, that's great. And I think my conclusion to this is, uh, I will say it again, life is more enjoyable believing in miracles because I think it's all a matter of perspective. I agree with you on that one. Well, we appreciate you guys listening. Uh, everybody, thank you for all the downloads, all the likes, all the comments. You can visit us at <laughs> twolikableguys.com. You can send us an email at twolikableguys at gmail.com. You can also visit our social media pages. Facebook, we believe I got Facebook and an Instagram and maybe some others. Twitter. We're on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and we appreciate you guys uh, listening to us today. Thank you very much, Josh. You did a great job as usual. Thank you, sir. Hey, we like you, and we hope you like us. Later.